0: Check, 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 check,
1: testing, (laughs) trusting, (laughs) trusting, trusting,
0: trusting one, two, three. Yes. It's time for a news roundup.
1: You are listening to Weird Religion. Hi. My name is Brian Doak. (laughs) And I'm Leah Fain. This is Weird Religion. Podcast for people who know religion is weird, but love it anyway. You have
0: to know it. And then you have to love it. Yes. It comes from the heart.
1: (laughs) From the heart.
0: Friends, it's been a while since we've had a news roundup. It's
1: been a long time.
0: That's a newsy sound. Feels like breaking news. Breaking news. Now, look, the news roundup rules have softened to include stories that are not exactly like 24 hours old.
1: Well, yes, it's because we've had kind of a long break and... There are just some stories that we really, really, really wanted to talk about.
0: Plus, if we do stories that are kind of like, you know, just like Evergreen, like you could listen to this in the year 2039 and it'd be fine. It's not like you missed. And we're not doing like, we're not doing like the most up to date world news. People are not getting their news from this. right? So (laughs) I think the idea is that these are just like eternal stories of the human heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean?
1: We're really selling it this time to people. (laughs) It's the truest
0: thing I've said in a long time in a a life of lies, the life of lies that I live.
1: It's really interesting to be podcasting through middle age, you know, trials and and triumphs. Speaking of lying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's in the news? Your Hmm. turn. You should go first.
0: Okay. Let me pick a horrible grisly thing. Okay. that I, I just i feel guilty even talking about this w- in our jocular tone but mm. i'm going to anyway oh no have you heard the name lori Vallow? do you know who lori valo is
1: sounds vaguely familiar S- but it
0: sounds like a woman who um um murdered her, yes. her okay. I, uh, murdered her children okay she murdered her children i know i know It's just <laughs> the tone changes here are, are just hard to roll with <laughs>
1: um, yes
0: She murdered her children because she got married to a guy who was kind of like an apocalyptic guy. And they were into the book of Revelation and stuff. And they had a kind of theology, if you could call it that, about maybe like Mm -hmm. that their kids had turned into zombies or dark Mm -hmm. spirits. And so she felt like she was releasing them.
1: Right. Anyway, it's just she, like the most horrifying story This As a is, mother. This I is just... truly
0: a horrifying story. I remember following this and then feeling guilty for following it because it's like another like, oh, white people are killing each other kind of problem. It's terrible. You know, I just, terrible. but I just, but I was like, okay, because it's like, why? Okay. Mm-hmm. But, and people have been fixated on this woman and why would she do this and blah, blah. Okay. I wanted to play when she was sentenced in court. This oh, was during no. the summer, late summer of 2023. Okay. She she had an opening statement that I I wanted to hear your comment on. Okay. I'm going to play it for you now.
1: I would like to start by quoting John from the New Testament in the Bible. Oh no. In John chapter 8 verse 7 Jesus says, "He that is without sin among you let him cast first cast a stone at her." Wait a minute. Is this her asking for leniency?
0: I just I was I actually watched this live. I don't know why I was on YouTube when they were doing it, and what I tuned happened? in. What
1: happened? Oh my! And she goodness.
0: opens with the casting the first stone. Okay, first, text critical note.
1: <laughs> Here comes the Bible scholar.
0: That entire story. Is let the let the one a very late edition sin right. cast. Okay, I got to find out where this even is. Oh yeah, John, John eight, um, a, as she mentioned mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. opening, which I apparently didn't listen to there, but. um, Yes, the story of the woman caught, caught in adultery seems to be a late edition. is not in is not in the most reliable early manuscripts. And Bibles will note this. Right, we don't need to get into all right. the details, but you can even see it in most Bibles. And you can do research on this. Doesn't mean it's not authentic. Doesn't mean it is. It's just like maybe it's not authentic, which is w- weird because it's one of the most popular stories, right?
1: Right, For Jesus, and this it is a popular is.
0: saying: "Do not cast the, who you know. Let the one without sin cast the first stone." So, what is Lori saying that we shouldn't put her in jail because we've all sinned?
1: Right. I mean, I th- you sorry. murdered your children. You know, I'm not a Bible she scholar, her own but kids. you tell me. You tell me. Um, if I remember right, this is a woman caught in adultery. Yeah. And then in that in this scene, Jesus is preventing her right. from receiving the death sentence. Correct. And so, this is a woman who actually murdered people. And is, is, guilt, is
0: guilty by our legal system. Overwhelming but, evidence. I think even confessed to it. Maybe. And
1: I, and I want to say that I would also be against the death penalty, even in these cases. And that's a whole other conversation, but mm. I'm saying mm-hmm. that this is not the death penalty that she is expecting. So this is a, this is a really interesting application of, yes. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know what? We could do a whole episode on, <laughs> on the um, conversion experiences in prison.
0: Oh, um, you know the
1: kind of uh, particularly evangelical oh. conversions you know and like um
0: were you going to go bonus story on this that the guy who finally confessed to the natalie holloway killer Doran right? van der Sloot, did he have a conversion? said that he is now an evangelical christian it's in his very, confession there's there's Apparently, like uh, a, a ritual bonus story.
1: you know when uh, you know fill in the blank serial killer or um Dahmer, i think is that yeah. right? Jeffrey had, Dahmer had um an experience and then the kind of added layer is oftentimes an evangelical celebrity will be the one who attests to huh. the conversion. Right. Um oh,
0: I see cuz that's a big deal to kind of get your name in front of that, right?
1: Well, I mean it's 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 like kind of thrilling in a way, you know, when somebody who's done something so notorious um has such a change of heart and yeah. And hopefully you know um, that that person has it, but uh, anyway, when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, that sounds very familiar." Because that's a kind of a pattern where someone will, um, like the the conversion narrative, and people undergo conversions all right, the time. But right. it's just much more noteworthy when it's someone who has okay. done something. I
0: regret deeply sorrifying. having. I regret having started with that story. That was, <laughs> Let's bury it as soon as possible that by was, you
1: going now. No, I'm feeling. I don't know where to go, but I'm gonna try this. Um, okay. okay. So and I forgive me if we've done this story before, but I'm kind of it's so interesting. Are to you me. gonna do a repeat story? A I don't doubler. think so. I don't maybe but I can't remember. I'm having a deja vu experience. Okay. okay. Uh, the headline is the American Tech Tycoon trying to buy back his youth, founder of payments company forty five takes two dozen supplements oh, per day and spends my. two million dollars a year in a team well, of no, wait. doctors to regain his teen body. That's I had headline. to play
0: the beautiful music because I also had the story. Had that? Yes, I did. <laughs>
1: Okay. Or a version of it. It no, might have not have okay. been from the same source. Now, this guy was all over
0: the news recently. I know. What's, what's he doing? Tell, Here, tell okay. us more about well, this let me, strange let me, tale.
1: So this is um, a man who uh, was raised as a Latter-day Saint, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. There's a whole interesting um, religion angle that, okay. that you know, a lot of AAR papers, uh, American Academy of Religion papers, can and should be written about this, car- this fellow. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but... I was, I, okay. First off, we're, you know, close in age to this. Is this man. guy's name?
0: Brian Johnson.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Note
0: the spelling with a Y the wrong kind of Brian. <laughs> first right. of all, never right trust
1: there. a Brian with a Y.
0: Never trust a Brian <laughs> with a Y. That's rule number one. And we all like the, 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 the Utah Idaho state murderer Brian, Brian Cole or whatever. So Brian with, a y, Brian, Brian with a Y Brian with i Y. I'm
1: just going to be like, This is it. I'm I'm out of here. Only Brian with eyes. Uh, Um, but so yeah, so Brian with a Y, um, is attempting to have a teen body. Okay. Um, but just going through like an extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like his full time job. It looks like yeah to have this body, and I just wonder, you know, would you do something like that?
0: One could say that in my middle age, my turn to <laughs> running more and we, trying to eat differently. We've sort
1: of like made adjustments. I've, tr- our- I've tried. What adjustments have you made? <laughs> uh, Well, I try to exercise more regularly. I try to not eat as much at night because uh-huh. I'm just like, you know, not getting any younger. I've never really been a sun person. I don't know. But anyway, I, obviously I do not have this kind of regimen. So
0: yeah um i you know I, do i understand it yeah i mean i understand it death is terrifying um what's the movie with a uh, share in it called moonstruck back from the 1970s Aww. or 80s Do you remember that yes there's this I famous do. scene in moonstruck where she's finally talked she's talking to somebody and her husband i think is running around on her and she's like why do men do this and someone says they're afraid of death
1: mm, they're afraid of death that's really fascinating so
0: you know this fear of this thing now how does this become religious for you
1: well, I mean, it, the, his Latter Day Saint background is okay. mentioned several times. Oh, okay. And so I'm not actually I'm not a specialist in. Um, but do you know Mormon. if there's some? Is there
0: some angle there though that I, you would do this?
1: I had I, there's there's an article that I ran across like suggesting that like the Latter Day Saint cosmology about um, angels and mythical beings could oh. have something to do with it. Okay. Um, but again, I'm not an expert in it. But I was sort of. You know, there's there's always rich guys who are trying to live forever. Yeah. And it's interesting to watch it happen in such a concrete way. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's all kinds of conversation about women and the pressure that they feel to be ageless. And I was looking at him and I was just thinking I don't know. I I don't think it's bad to have wrinkles. I think they look nice. Like I like the wrinkles. It weirds me out not to see them. I like the gray hair. I do too.
0: I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. In fact, I like it in the positive. Now, I have moved to that.
1: Yes. I yes. Would,
0: yeah. So and you know, people feel differently about this. I get it. There are lots of ways. But
1: yes, I mean, I'm not saying that that there's a right or a wrong there. It's just it's weird to me to fear that so much. I say when give, when I think yeah, my own personal totally. tastes are like a craggy face. There's like beauty there. Sure. So
0: I say, give me that white shock of hair. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I hope I my hope grandfather that I have like a white hair. Oh really? Yeah, my dad's dad.
1: Oh, I think that you have Pure more of white a chance. Hair. That's what I'd like. Yeah, Because I mean, that looks really cool on ladies when they get the really But I don't know. I don't yeah. know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. agreed fully. That's what I have.
0: Okay, nice job on that it's one. It's funny
1: that we both had it.
0: Okay. Uh, this
1: this this is this is
0: really classic, I think okay. news roundups fair. Very like meat and potatoes. Okay. This is from a trusted news source, The Daily Star. Mm. UK. Okay? <laughs> Headline. Is it
1: just a resource? No, it's not.
0: (laughs) It's one with so many ads, you can't even see the Ah, article, et cetera. Excellent. My favorite. Already our type. Headline. Pastor locks himself into cage full of lions to show he has, quote, divine protection. (laughs) (laughs) A a video going viral across Africa shows a Nigerian pastor climbing a cage of lions as his congregation watch (gasps) on. Oh, no. But the claim has been debunked, and it appears the bloke is a zookeeper
1: oh okay i'm kind of glad I'm, I'm glad i'm, is I'm a, slightly disappointed this i'm is glad he's a, a zookeeper. this t- this totally i me. want him to get hurt me. i don't
0: want anybody to get hurt of course i don't not. want to see this of
1: course not okay i'm having two thoughts at once one is this reminds me of all of the stunts that the sort of mega church pastor sphere mm-hmm. pastors do this is so that makes me laugh really hard just mm-hmm. because that is funny in and of itself and mm-hmm. the lengths that that they will go to to put on a noteworthy show. Mm-hmm. So that actually I wasn't going to be surprised at all. I'm like that is a completely credible premise yes. for a story. But then the other thing is it makes me think of snake handling communities yes. in the Pentecostal tradition yes. where it's a huge it's like it's essentially a kind of a sacramental mm. display mm-hmm. of God's power, God's right. grace. Right. And so I was thinking, oh, no, what if this becomes a thing where mm-hmm. people decide <laughs> to lock it's ill-advised?
0: I read the ending to Mark recently, the book of Mark. This oh, is right. where you get this issue. Exactly. where it's Speaking of text criticism, a text criticism twofer for today. There you go. Um, the, there's a so-called shorter ending to Mark in which the women flee the tomb terrified as well as the man who leaves his... No, 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 the, that's different. Um, they, they see a young man clothed in white. Mm. It's kind of, kind of like a weird okay. callback to the man who leaves his cloak and flees naked when Jesus is arrested. But they okay. see then the man, some shining man, presumably not the man who'd run away earlier, right. is clothed in, in, in shining white. Presumably some kind of angel. The women see they run away terrified. That's the ending. Boom, mm. what an ending. Stuck the ending. Yes. However, there are multiple longer endings and options. And if you read them, they, they sound really cheesy. Like, they sound not right at is all. Is it
1: like when a really successful show decides to tack on one more season? Sure. And then it's like you really wanted it. You wanted to have that same feeling, but then it's just, it's gone.
0: Yeah. The Indiana Jones franchise. Mm-hmm. Just you know, Mars, add, really... add your own examples here. <laughs> so, but you read the endings and they're they're just, but that that thing about the being bitten by the snakes yes. and the drinking the poison, that's part of a longer ending, which is not the text legitimate ending
1: oh interesting yeah so yes. i mean so
0: you have a problem there as well we're just kind of like taking the bible away from the people <laughs> bit by bit <laughs> That's um, so funny. we're not asking i'm just saying like what's in the text okay what's in the text okay all right so anyway this is
1: one i've been wanting to ask you about for some time do you remember a little while back there was a um a story it was sort of a story that mm-hmm. just went around and around mm-hmm. about how often men think about the roman empire oh
0: yes i did see this i watched a, t- a couple of twitter videos a couple of shorts on this First, a couple of t- a couple of youtube shorts let cetera. me
1: ask are you one of those men Shoot.
0: <laughs> i think about the roman empire a couple times a month
1: oh okay because I, I think about the roman empire too i, I was wouldn't like say no, every one, week. no one was asking you probably, probably think about it more than i do well, I'm teaching a class on on early Christian history right now, so yeah, I'm oh, thinking yeah. about You're it. You're talking about it. Pretty. All the time. I was just talking about it. It today. is
0: weird though that I saw that and it was kind of funny, like because I do find myself like musing about the Roman Empire sometimes, almost like involuntarily.
1: Really? Like where what? does that
0: come from? It's like this man verse, maniverse, maniverse.
1: Well, um, it, it just
0: it <laughs> comes to me. I don't know why. A, I can't explain it.
1: A historian. Um, One of really uh, a very famous historian, Mm -hmm. um, Mary Beard, oh yeah, um, was was talking about you know why, um, what what is behind this phenomena, and one of the things that I thought was really fascinating. So um, this is an article from Time, um, and uh, that they interviewed. Uh, mm-hmm. mary beard about it
0: oh yes why men are mary, the most famous historian of rome on why men are obsessed what i
1: love <laughs> can i just say i'm gonna just give a huge shout out to mary beard here because yep. this is a masterful interview because instead of getting totally stuck in the like men and you know the 21st century mary beard just takes it right back oh. and starts teaching people about why they should be interested in way it. to go so, um, you know, she says, last week I went to Rome and I went to the Palant- uh, Palatine Palace, the kind of mission control of the Roman Empire. This is one little area. Um, and so she all of a sudden is just going into, yeah. this is why you should care about it yeah. and what its applicability is today. Uh, I So my hat is off to Dr. Beard, whether or not um, the, Dr. Beard actually explains what it is i mean i i i would have to guess what's that movie with russell crow um where he's the the gladiator oh gladiator yeah so i'd have to Mm. say that gladiator probably plays a role um mel gibson probably plays a role i mean there's just a lot of reasons Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm um and how we think about gender and its construction as related to like an imagined classical history past mm-hmm. has certainly has a role to play. But what I love about what Dr. Beard did was just started talking about Roman history and why it's interesting. Teachable moment. I loved it. You, yeah.
0: You know you do if you're if you're going to be a teacher in your heart no matter what level
1: mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. teachers
0: out there know you got to go yes and.
1: Exactly. This is like the perfect pivot. So I'm bring, I'm submitting this story to you as a not really even all that much to do but Dr. Beard starts talking about Jesus there's a there's a religion angle in there and pretty soon all of a sudden you're learning about the Roman Empire and yeah well done Dr. Beard
0: yeah well done okay i'll give you this one
1: okay your turn
0: what would a news roundup be without yet another story on how religion is going away in our world and numbers of, of Christians are declining, et cetera. Let's talk about it. Um, but this is a different angle than one we've, we've okay. harped about or talked about the many, many polls and books and things in this publishing in the church, in the people leaving church industrial complex,
1: <laughs> right?
0: The Barna industrial complex. I don't know what to call That's it. Right. Um, is, is the very physicality of the church buildings that go empty.
1: Oh, that's This is from no, slate.com. Okay. Here we go.
0: Um, from July of 2023. How do you resurrect an empty church? America's aging houses of worship face a stark choice sell, pray for a miracle, or redevelop. Ooh, I, I rearranged those options in order to make redevelop um, a dramatic third choice. Okay. Because obviously, pray for a miracle, we're familiar with that. Sell it, okay, but maybe another church buys it, but redevelop. Right. How that's do, interesting yeah what do you think about this idea of just this physicality of these places that played such a huge has such a footprint on the uh, the American urban and suburban landscape less of a percentage of the total ur- rural landscape but right. you think in cities in big cities these beautiful old churches often Methodist churches right. Presbyterian Baptist churches the old, churches, mainliners. The old yes. mainliners these big red brick buildings like this one on the cover of this article and they're nestled in these like primo locations Right. right but what do you do with that
1: well, you know what's in okay. That is interesting, and I I feel like I I see. Um, I just was in, um, New York City, New York City, and I saw many mm. versions of that. Mm-hmm. And I saw one that was a record store, and mm-hmm. I saw one that was a community center, one that was a dance studio. I mean, they it had been repurposed, and I think the big thing is what do you do with that sanctuary, Mm -hmm. you know, find out. um, And the music store was also a music venue. Mm. Um, But to me, the more, so those old churches, it seems like you could make them, I've seen them converted into houses and they're really beautiful. Mm -hmm. That seems less of a, of a head scratcher to me than the current reality in many suburban areas, which are, what do you do with that cavernous mega church? Uh-huh. And that to me is like akin to the conversation of what do you do about a shopping mall that's no longer right because it's not they're small. the shopping mall of worship experience. Not small at all. Yes, and they're not. It's not intuitive in terms of how you. Wh- what would you make that? You know. So I've seen some that have become schools. So there's an auditorium, then, mm-hmm. and there are buildings. School sounds right. I think you could make a school out of it. I've but, seen what
0: about I've seen houses and apartments seems
1: now that'd be interesting you have like a common space or very something. interesting
0: but some of the locations it would be really weird to be zoned as housing but I could see more Suburban right. locations being being zoned as housing
1: and I think a lot of those congregations are really the people who are um, worshiping there are really reluctant to do that because it would sort of admit that this is not working you know the the mega church space and I think that probably we will, if trends, if current trends continue, we will see more of those kinds of properties needing to be converted quickly mm-hmm. into something else because it's just not financially viable. They don't have the tithing and and the tithing patterns. And by that, I mean, giving a certain percentage of your income to the church, yeah. which is very common in Protestant um, churches. But those patterns have not, are not, continuing into future generations so they're going to have to figure something out. Yeah. What do you think they'll end up being? What would you do? Well, how would <sighs> you do that?
0: if you can make them a school, make them a school. If you can do a business, you do a business. Um it, you know, the, the houses and apartments less feasible in in those um posh urban locations. Right.
1: That's the thing. Not
0: always posh of course. I just mean like like very desirable corner lots and nestled and cute, in. Cute
1: and they're just like small. Yeah, 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 and... yeah.
0: I mean sometimes you find churches in very in areas that have been hard hit by economic and social realities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were different from when the church was built or maybe the church was built there to be precisely in the middle of one of those realities. I have no idea. I'm neither for nor against any particular strategy. I wouldn't like to see them torn down unless unless there's no historic really you know, connection to the community there or anything like that, or if it's gone and uh, you know, but it's a hard problem to be sure. Harder than just people leaving church. Generally, you have a physical item here, which is not easy to remove or to deal with.
1: Right. Right. I think that's right. Right. Well, okay. Here's one feels pretty timely. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift promotes witchcraft on tour in Willow performance.
0: Um, uh, okay. Is this from, <laughs>
1: this feels like a very weird religion. This um, is from movieguide.org.
0: movieguide.org uh-huh. And how did our dear darling Taylor uh-huh. promote First, such a terrible thing as witchcraft? I,
1: I feel like
0: we don't expect her to, p- to promote witchcraft. That's we the idea. D-
1: we do. You know, uh, do you have Swifties in your household? I do. Okay. Oh, that's sweet. I do. <laughs> I, I have to, I confess I'm not a Swiftie. It's like, generationally I have to pretend I have to pretend I love um, my daughter so much it I'll on. do it, I'll do it.
0: I put it on I mean the music is just decidedly mediocre and <laughs> everyone knows it <laughs> everyone knows it
1: we're gonna get such hate mail from everyone knows it listeners. you can be for it
0: though but it's just like I you know the music we, we loved when we were 10 and 14 also was mediocre probably um
1: Rage Against know, the Machine and Pearl Jam they, I'm sorry sorry wrong. holds up holds wrong up. well the Taylor Swift of my generation was Alanis Morissette and I stand by the woman as a singer and a songwriter and anyhow but this is not litigating Taylor Let's Swift let not litigating. I've got a lot of respect for Swift <laughs> as an icon businesswoman, as a business woman um, right but anyhow there is a little video in this um, of it looks very seasonal where um, she is dancing and I'll see if I can get the the audio to oh work. let me I'll, I'll play it here it? and it'll okay. just come
0: right up here we go ready so, Okay. Um. Okay, I'm watching. She looks vaguely. hmm uh, it, it more looks like druid um, druids and like right. elf-like.
1: Right. It's very fantastical.
0: Okay. So there's some fire. Oh, fire! Oh, fire orbs.
1: Fire. Okay. A, it, they I see look something. Like Jackal lanterns to me. Was I wrong? Yeah.
0: I, to but, me that's I get it if you're sensitive to f- watching for that, but that was not over the top or particular. There was no other imagery there.
1: To me what what really stood out was A that we're in sort of a satanic panic yeah. era where people yeah. are just excited to find stuff like that. Right. And then also B that she is so huge now that people want to attack or attach anything. Yeah. to her, like.
0: <laughs> you know what I find, tell me, give me some commentary on if this is, if this is a true gotcha moment uh-huh. or a contradiction or not. I get that if you're, if you're into looking out for satanic symbols and satanic panic, you're gonna mm-hmm. see something like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder though, my family, we've watched um, um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy many times. There's a ton of like witchcrafty right, kind of exactly. things in there, and yet that's, wizard. that's never flagged as like unrighteous, unrighteous, well, only now, righteous.
1: now when I was a child, in those circle in in charismatic circles i re, i do remember yeah. but now, I there mean, was extra sensitivity but
0: now mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not really flagged i think by the maybe w- would the same people who would flag this also be okay like cuz like there's a question i guess you could say well she's it's like positively there's a question of whether something's being promoted but mm-hmm. there is like a kind of witchcraft promoted in the lord of the rings it's just like the good witchcraft against the bad witches Good witch, bad witch, wizard versus wizard, right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I I okay. In my mind I'm thinking that Lord of the Rings has been so welcomed in um Christian evangelical circles mm-hmm. that it's sort of just part of the cultural canon. Right. Like you would just your youth pastor watched it with you, you or just something it. like that. Yeah, no, that's precisely my point. Yes. And so it almost doesn't matter whether you know, what it doesn't they matter. Have no, that's it right. It doesn't exactly. So, it doesn't
0: matter. But like, if you're talking just about the content and right. sensitivity toward, right. It's not, it's not our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ doing the witch stuff in the Lord <laughs> right. of the rings or the no. wizardry. No, <laughs> You could say, well, no, he's a symbol of that. that. It's like, okay. But that's, it's not actually that.
1: I think, I think, you know, with Taylor Swift, um, Of course, she's a very powerful woman who is is freely uses all kinds of symbols and imagery to express her 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 vision of womanhood. Mm -hmm. That is very, you know, she's got a very specific gal lane, girl power kind of lane. Um, And so the I think a kind of pop witchcraft actually works quite well with that narrative. Like I'm oh like there's yeah. something about me. Like I'm yes. I'm a witch I can I That's can manipulate right. the world around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a power thing. Yeah. So I could actually see that being quite intentional and really, you know, it's on brand. Yeah. But what is fascinating to me is how then <laughs> she's so big that literally anything that she does, because it is very mild. It's sort of like, is that? I don't know. You know, uh, yeah, anything it, she does, it, yeah. people are like, ooh, cool. If I tag Taylor Swift in this, if I like hashtag taylor swift mm-hmm. my you know my instagram account will get this many followers or whatever right maybe she is a witch she's figured out how to manipulate all of our attention
0: she's doing a good job i didn't
1: even talk about football with that mostly because i know nothing about
0: it yeah well by the time <laughs> this airs maybe her connection to football won't perhaps, even exist
1: perhaps we don't um, know
0: okay basically one okay. final story this story is 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 a little off the beaten path of groups okay. that we're typically looking at, which is why I cite it. is from the Atlantic. Oh, okay. M- month of October of twenty twenty three. Okay. The bizarre story behind Shinzo Abe's assassination. Shinzo Abe was yes. the folksy-looking, yes. friendly prime minister of former prime minister of Japan, mm-hmm. and he was assassinated. I remember that. And the suspect who admitted to the the shooting. Offered, I'm quoting from the article, offered a motive that sounded too outlandish to be true. He saw Abe as an ally of the Unification Church, a group better better known as the Moonies, the Mm -hmm. cult founded in the 1950s by the Korean evangelist, Reverend Sun Myung Moon. Yamagami, the, the killer, confessed killer, said his life had been ruined when his mother gave the church all the family's money, leaving him and his siblings so poor that they often didn't have enough to eat. His, wow. brother, his brother had committed suicide and he himself had tried to. Ugh. Reading from the article. I didn't realize that there was a religious motivation behind that. That is That post-Prime Minister. He wasn't the active Prime Minister right. when he was killed, but a stolen right. assassination.
1: That is fascinating. Yeah. Um, I want to... I, I would guess that we'll see some sort of biopic about that. I'd be really curious. I'm fascinated by those kinds of stories and how often... The religion angle gets buried under mm-hmm. the other parts of it the other sensational parts
0: i never knew anything about i don't know anything about contemporary japanese politics or shinzo abe he may have been a terrible human being he may have been great when i saw him though i always kind of felt like he's a good prime minister
1: <laughs> just like the way he <laughs> you're like him. what other prime ministers feel that way to you
0: i i can't even i can't even say just <laughs> we'll on, get in trouble only him <laughs>
1: This has been a production of Weird Religion. A podcast for people who know religion is weird but love it anyway. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Follow us into the ocean. Allow your heart to blossom. Retreat into the gorgeous and haunted forests of your mind. Find us there.